It's Peter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's from it's from Spy Hunter, but I mean, but yeah, it's Spy Peter Hunter. Gunn. Yep, it was also you, used in you know uh, I think Blues Blues Brothers as well. I was wondering if it was from Spy Hunter too. Yeah, a memory's um, better than I thought it was. <laughs> that that's I mean, Spy Hunter is uh, is is what I know it from. Um, you know, I remember playing that on the Commodore sixty four as a kid. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, God damn, dude, we have so much. It's stuff a great to talk game. About today. It's, it's a great game. Like Rampage, I loved Spy Hunter and Rampage. You're just you're just setting me up. You're setting you're setting me up because because there's all these people out there, you included, who haven't played Rampage in 20 years and go, "That was such a good game." You be quiet. I know you're going to try to shoot me to down. To be fair, this. I played a lot of Rampage. Yeah. And you're trying to set me up and make me look like I have bad taste in games <laughs> by 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 appealing I'm to the masses. To so ev- everybody out there who's like, "Oh, I loved Rampage." Oh, and then and then I have to be the bad guy that says, "Listen, Cool Borders, Battle Arena Toshinden, Jet Moto. Uh, none of these you games are as Battle good as you Arena remember them. None of them. Oh, I will fucking Flash. put Battle Arena Toshinden in there. No, Jumping <laughs> Flash holds up. <laughs> Jumping Flash is still a good game. Oh my god, Cool Borders is still great, man. Uh, like you dude, know, it was it was acceptable for a little while, acceptable, you, and then SSX you, came out and was like, I can never go back to Cool Borders. SSX Tricky was amazing. Um, that that was really good on PS2. That's one of my favorite PS2 games. And it had like a full cast of like it had like I think it had like David Arquette and like Bjork and like I don't know all these crazy all these crazy voiceovers. You know what else holds up, Brian? Twisted Metal Two, baby. No. Mm. Oh, what is yes? This? No, no, no. Listen. No. Okay. Con- controls. Okay. The controls have are not. The best, but mm-hmm. you Captain Tank controls over here. Hey, hey, hey. Um, listen, should... I, I love me some tank controls, but <laughs> but even back in the day, the Twisted Metal controls were stiff as fuck. Like the the, yeah. the D pad, like, obviously, we didn't have the analog stick yet, but so working with the D pad was really rough. But even even for games at the time, it felt stiff. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. At the time, I was so used to it, like it, you know, but. Man, the they showed up on the PlayStation Plus collection, the premium thing, I think, uh, the classics catalog, mm-hmm. and so I jumped back into like Twisted Metal two, and fuck, it's it's so good, man. It's what's nice too is like it looks nice, like I think it's like upscaled resolution a little bit, mm-hmm. and so it looks nice and crisp and stuff. Because I was like, I do not remember the vehicles looking this clear. Well, see, that's like, and that's what I hate about the Plus collection stuff because I actually I would prefer them to look the way they look uh, because. Yeah, like all the edges, it looks like we're using like we get we get Dreamcast versions of them or something, and it looks and it all looks odd. These are not these are not how I remember the games. No, it looks so much better to me. It looks so much better because when I played it on my original PS One, because I got the original game, mm-hmm. I was like, yeesh, like. <laughs> so no, I'm I am all about the uh, the upscaled resolution I mean, PS One games. They give look us the great. give us the option or something like that. That's the problem I have is just give us the <laughs> option to play it the way the we option. remember them. I, I just don't. I, right, I don't like. like can I, can can I make this? What's with this 1080p? Can I make this 280p? What the hell is this crap? I mean, honestly, like it's is it, people. You know, it's like it would it would be like taking um, it would be like taking 16-bit games and being like, okay, everything looks like a flash game now. It's like that. That's kind of what it does for me because I have nostalgia for the 32-bit era, as I think you do and most people do. But I have nostalgia for those sort of primitive 3D graphics, and so to kind of like half-ass this weird resolution upgrade, it just bothers me. 
just I mean, me. I have nostalgia for the games, but not for the fucking old resolution. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. Big time. Big time. All right, man. And on that note, now that you've turned the entire chat against me, <laughs> yes. I, I see what you're saying, Chrome Colossus. Chrome Colossus is like, Jet Moto is my lifeblood. I'm like, oh, man, I've offended somebody's mother. It's time to, move. <laughs> it's time to start now that we fucking We better get you up. out of here. We yeah, better get you out of here. The sooner the better. Let's go. <laughs> This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and two eyes Friday right here on YouTube. We do it live 6 p.m. Eastern on Without Parole. This channel that you're watching right now, probably, unless it's in your ear, right? And if it's in your ear, well, then you might also still be watching it. But if there's nothing on your screen, you might be listening to podcasts uh, of this show on platforms of your choice. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman over here to my left, you are right. I don't think that's exactly how it works because I'm using my right hand to do this. It's AJ from The Underground, PSVR underground what is up brian what is up game cats especially those who like jet moto and cool borders too happy monday and i know that mondays usually suck but we are here brian to ensure their monday sucks just a little less this much this much less it's like you won't even feel the difference Uh, welcome, Shapeshifter, the amorphous game cat to level one membership. Remember, guys, if you uh, support us here uh, by becoming a member, please support us over on patreon.com slash without pro games. It helps the channel out immensely, uh, but we don't force anybody to give us money. You know why? Because what the fuck? We're going to do this no matter what. I can be broke as a joke, and I will continue doing YouTube uh, into my old, old age. Level up. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if reti- a retirement home will let me just, like, broadcasts from my room be pretty you cool have earned one skill attribute point which what are you going to put it into strength intelligence dexterity Char- charisma aj because god knows <laughs> i could use a little charisma. bit more of that who the fuck <laughs> yep. who would choose that <laughs> Uh, I want to talk my way out of everything, including that whole introduction that just turned the whole chat against me. <laughs> Matt Zavala, the third the, with a $5 tip says, Ooh, re- received my Hans VR lenses in the AR, G-R-E-A-T. Great. I had a roommate in college who used to do that all the time. He would just spell out words and then say G-R-E-A-T. Great. Uh, shout out to Ripa. Uh, Brian should get a cut, cut since I heard about them here on Without Pro. Game on, game catch. Congratulations, Matt. Uh, Max, my bad. Max the third. Uh, AJ, you said you got your Hans VR lenses. How are you enjoying yours? I did, man. I freaking love them. Like they're, they've become an, an essential, uh, accessory for the PlayStation VR two for me. And man, I didn't realize how bad my vision was. I guess I, I knew, but I kind of just tried to ignore it, but holy crap, man. So, you know, the, the switchback, a VR update just happened. The long awaited graphical update so imagine this brian Mm. i went from playing the game with bad vision Mm -hmm. and and in the state of what it launched at to post patch not only with the update but with my hans vr lenses and good god like the leap was extraordinary um the game actually looks uh fantastic now it looks it looks amazing um sadly <laughs> yeah, does anyone else hear a huge butt coming 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, sadly it doesn't fix some of my other gripes with the game, but let me just say uh beanie off to supermassive game because uh it looks gorgeous. Like it, it looks really, really good. Really, you know, I was like, well, even if they increase the resolution, these textures aren't aren't, you know, we're just gonna see these flat PS1 looking textures in higher definition. No, like they did a lot of work uh, to really make this look nice. And yeah, I mean, um, you know, I had my little gripes with the game here and there, I, you know, but, but visually uh, it's, it's great. Uh, Kill Artist won the Dreamweaver game cut with the $5 tip says I held off on buying Switchback uh, thanks to you guys and bought it yesterday and I'm loving it so far after the update. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I still think that no matter how you look at Switchback, it still feels like they're charging too much. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying the game, uh, Kill Artist. But, uh, but I would say for anyone else, you know, as much as we were like, oh, this is a much better game. This is, you know, way closer to the game that we were hoping it was going to be. There's still, you know, there's still major problems with it. There's still, I think, as we've all said, the back half of the game isn't nearly as interesting as the front half. Um, and, uh, and, and it just seems like $40 is they're asking a premium price for something that doesn't deliver a premium product. Very happy with the update, but as we all expected, that wasn't going to change the game, uh, or, or fix any of its inherent problems. Uh, yeah, I do think it, I do think it at least feels like it deserves to be a PSVR two title. You know, yes. it deserves to be mentioned among the better ones and and stuff. And you know, for for me, I, I just yeah, I think the shortcomings come with it being it can be a little boring at times. And it's like, dude, how, like you're on a roller coaster. <laughs> like how like a roller coaster should never be boring, no matter what's going, no matter what's uh, you're shooting at or whatever. But a haunted, um, but on top of that, a haunted roller coaster with guns. <laughs> but it still also has lots of really fun moments too, yeah. though. So, so not not just trying to shit on it, but yeah. like uh, I, I think uh, it, like I had a, a lot of fun with it. But then I, you know, I was like, let me make sure I play, like, put some extensive time into this. And then I was like, okay, here it is. This yeah. is the problem where like I'm getting bored, and it's like, yeah, but. Um, but really, graphically, though, I think it looks phenomenal. Yeah, PZ in the chat says, how many hours of gameplay is Switchback? Uh, is it worth the full price? I mean, I feel like I played through the entire game in under two hours, uh, and then I went back and tried to do all of the alternate uh, routes you can take, and that didn't really take me much time at all. So, I mean, if you're really intent on seeing absolutely everything it has to offer, I can't imagine you're going to be playing this for more than four or five hours. Um, and so, and again, a lot of that is going to be see seeing and redoing a lot of the stuff you've already done. Um, and so I, I don't know. Um, it, it all depends on your fascination with, with high scores, I guess. Right. Cause like light gun shooters have always sort of had that angle to it. It's like, Oh, let, let me get the high score. Let me see how far I can get. I just think switchback is too damn easy. So it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really have that. Let's see how far I can get into the game. Uh, um, carrot dangling at the end of the stick like a lot of like on shooters do yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to shoot i i don't i couldn't even bother chasing the high scores because i'm like what i'm supposed to shoot every stick figure thing and every little oh, your fingers are tired after five and, minutes yeah i didn't have that problem well i guess i didn't go for everything which right. is why but. If you watch my if you watch my <laughs> review i was it, it was my it was my second or third playthrough of the game that i captured uh, and it, it was just, I was just, because I was trying to get a high score. I saw other, uh, uh, other people in our YouTube verse, 
uh, who, who are also reviewing the game on the leaderboards. And I was like, I need to beat their score. Uh, and the only way you can do that is if you shoot nonstop, you shoot everything to keep like that combo every, going. Every little, yeah. you know, some of the stuff is fine, but there's just a little too much in there where it's like, it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't care about any of this stuff. Um, but, you know, like I said, game still has its bright spots, and those bright spots are actually pretty good. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to – I look forward to – I'll definitely play through it, like, the whole thing again. I want to at some point. Baggio10 in the chat says, they don't deserve any praise. The game should have been released like this in the first place. I'm fed up with unfinished games being released. I totally agree. I absolutely agree. I it's, mean, I think they deserve old, some praise. I, I agree that the game should have been launched like this, but at the same time, I'm I'm not going to be like, no, like this should have been at launch. And because then what fucking motivation does any developer ever have to update anything if they, if it's not even worth it? I mean, they should be rewarded for doing something good, but um, it's like they shouldn't, I'm just saying they shouldn't be spited for, for doing something good. <laughs> like, uh, well, I agree though. I agree that this is what in the state it should have launched at the same time. It's like, you know, yeah. Um, it's not fair to, to come to like, not give them any credit for, for making a huge difference, uh, in the game. See, the thing is, is they could have, if they, re, if they had waited and launched the game like this, then we were all like, Hey, switchback is okay. You know, whatever. And then, and then had spent the next two months after launch, or um, actually this was March, right? March, April, May, June, July, four months, bringing us new content instead. Right. I think we, then we would, then we'd be able to praise them and be like, Oh, this is great. They didn't need to do this. They brought us like, you know, three more levels, uh, you know, for free. That's awesome. Uh, but instead they just gave us what we should have already had. So I, I definitely understand how people are upset about this. And, uh, and you know, a lot of people spent $40 at launch just to be disappointed. So, uh, I'm, I'm always going to be pro consumer. Uh, but the fact is that there's plenty of developers who have put out crappy products, uh, that didn't live up to people's expectations or even the expectations of, you know, the, the the standard of whatever platform you're on at the time and then never did anything about it so there's all looking at the fact that they could have just not done this and just been like well sorry you didn't like it this is what this is the best we had and then, and then you know t- took their money and ran um there, there's also that side of it so uh, I'll, I'm, yeah. I'm happy we got what we got but i'm but i'm also um I also feel like we, it, when, when we, when we give too much praise to developers like this, it gives, it gives too many developers a way out to say, oh, well, we can just fix it later and people will be fine with it. We don't want that. But it was a bug, Brian. <laughs> so ridiculous. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that for a second. No. no I heard no. one person I, say, oh, I went down the street to my friend's house and it was different. I was like, I, okay, well, you know what? I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm just I'm just happy that I can go back and have a reason to go back and play this game some more. But you know, and now that I've beaten it, I can choose the levels that I like and and I can have some good, you know, arcade light gun shooter fun, which I love. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no matter no matter how <laughs> you can only screw up a light gun shooter that has that that's haunted that gives you it's on a roller coaster. So many great things going for it just inherently. Um you can only screw it up so much. But they managed to. So what are you going to do? Now remaster. This just shows now remaster Russia blood because that's what we really need. Yes, absolutely. That's that's what we all really want. And, and anytime uh, anybody's reached out to Supermassive about it, they just say, tell Sony. Good. Tell Sony. Yep. Which, yeah. Well, how about you? I mean, tell it's Sony, like they. Yeah. I mean, it's like they have no. I know. I hate that they pretend like they have no like they're just not helpful. 
Yeah. Like they're like, go, go tell Sony on this website and you get there and like, there's like nothing there. And it's like, well, y'all clearly don't really care that much. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the fact is, is like, you know, you and I can jump up and down and scream about a rush of blood, uh, remaster, uh, you know, hundreds of game cats can, can reach out to Sony and say, I really hope you do this. It's, it, it's, it, it, these individual voices aren't going to change anything. Right. So I, I don't know. Maybe, and we know petitions don't work because <laughs> we fucking try. Yes. yes. Uh, Macho Vasquez with the $2 tip says, first tip. Hi, AJ. Um, gives a little hand heart. Macho. Macho. I just love saying that. Macho, macho man. <laughs> sorry. Vasquez. Sorry, Mr. Vasquez. I apologize. <laughs> that was inappropriate. House of the Dead should come to VR, he says. Um, yes, we agree wholeheartedly. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan. And Time Crisis. All of them. Man, Bear, Pig, Game Cat with a $2 tip. Says, Stormland, Wilson's Heart, Lies Beneath, PSVR 2, please. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I haven't played Stormland. I don't know. What, I've never heard of Wilson's Heart. Oh. I've played Lies Beneath, and I would like that, but they would have to update the graphics. Like, I don't want to play the straight quest port of that because... I liked it a little bit, but I, I did not. I don't know. Yeah. Graphically was not great. Um, it just wasn't interesting to me. I, I felt like I just was doing the same thing over and over and over and over. And it was one of those you learn by dying type games. And it, it just wasn't exciting to me. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sirens on my end. And if you don't know what Wilson's heart is, then that means you haven't yet been on a Wednesday episode with Wes, because that dude will go t- uh, to bat for Wilson's heart every day of every week. Uh, super high budget for early VR, uh, including a lot of super talented voice actors. Uh, and he just says it's he says it's really something that like we all need to play um, as days progress. It seems less and less likely that because uh, I think Twisted Pixel was actually bought by. Uh, meta i could be wrong about yeah. that but i think that's the case mm. so I'm- ted rex with the shout out to house of the dead overkill love it i love the. there's like a video clip on youtube of house of the dead overkill and it's just like all the cussing just like <laughs> strung together and it's just like fuck 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 it's just so excessive and it's hilarious yeah i remember you know as somebody who doesn't give a fuck about swearing cursing it's just like even even i was like this seems excessive <laughs> like, yeah right. it was a fun game too it was good it had that grindhouse style yeah yeah i liked it a good lot shit. I, I love uh put it on yeah. wii and then again on ps3 um and i uh, will get the moves if i remember correctly aj now that Prime. we're 21 21 that's a new word. 21-y. I just invented a new number. Now that we're 21 Now that we're 21 minutes into the show, uh, it's probably time we get this thing started. Uh, and, uh, you know, because obviously we always think all the people up this channel run financially and emotional support because God knows I need a lot of that shit. Um, but there's a whole other group of game cats that we like to thank. Isn't there, AJ? That's right, Brian. We would like to thank those who support us in another way by changing your name to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something GameCat adjacent, as you and something GameCat adjacent like to say. And this week, we have two new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. Starting with Serial Killer, the Skate or Die GameCat. I love it. Bing! Finally, somebody references an old game that I can get on, get on board with. Skate or Die yeah, was awesome. Yeah, and it's still really good. 
and it and uh you know it makes me even more excited with uh um what's it called skate vr skater vr skater mm-hmm. right around the corner august 4th or something because it got delayed again unfortunately right into the busiest um, month it could possibly get delayed into oh my god i know not good timing like this would have been a really really good time to release the game For real. i think uh but you know when people really need something new but but regardless it is at least at the beginning of the month, and um, yeah, I'm really excited for uh, for that. I could I could go for that. Yeah, we've also got Random Toxie, the seated VR cat. Um, hold on, you- and Bing. Uh, is this is this a Toxic Avenger Avenger uh, reference, Toxie? I I, uh, I don't know, but do you play uh, most games seated standing, or does it depend on the game? Uh, I start all games standing. For, well, I mean, unless it's, you know, something like Switchback okay. where my character is actually sitting or, you know, catch right. and release, uh, that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, a- any game that uh, has my character standing, I start standing. Uh, and then, you know, I, I'm, I'm usually, when I'm playing games, I'm usually doing it for review. So sometimes there's a lot of long gameplay sessions. And, um, and so I'll just, you know, sit down eventually. How about you? Yeah. Uh, it always depends on the game. If I like to play most games standing, but it, unless it's like runner where you're on a motorcycle sitting or, you know, like you said, rush of blood, I'll sit down. Um, yeah. Demio, I'll sit down. Some, some of the games, it, it all depends unless it's like, you know, um, unless I'm like exhausted, like then I'll sit basically. But if I'm, you know, if I have an ounce of energy, I'll be standing. I sit for too much of my day. Like I'm sitting behind this desk, like writing or doing voiceovers or editing, whatever. And that's just way too much uh, all the time. So, um, and so, yeah, I try to stand whenever possible. I will say, however, if you get into a game of walkabout with more than, I don't know, one other person, make sure that you have a seat handy because just sitting down between turns is, uh, is, is way more helpful than you think it would be. Yeah, Firewall Zero or, or Firewall Ultra is coming out next month, as we saw recently. Great news. Um, and yeah, we used to play that for such long hours that like in between every round, we would, we would like use that moment to like (laughs) sit and regain our strength for the next round. Um, can use it wisely. Well, listen, you guys, if you love us almost as much as we love you, because it would be impossible for you to love us that much, um, make sure you change your name to GameCat, uh, on YouTube or Google, uh, as Serial Killer and Random Toxie both did. Uh, so you can get a shout-out on next week's show. Just remember to put hashtag GameCat somewhere in the Without Parole comments so I can search it out and give you a shout-out on next week's show. Uh, that brings us to uh, our very first viewer. 25 minutes. 20, 25 minutes into the show, AJ. Just, yeah, it's just all good. Keeping track here for anyone who, who's, who's on a schedule. Uh, I could derail this even more, Brian. I could, I could talk about how... I sat back and, and played a bunch of, of course, I played a bunch of VR this weekend, but um, like Song in the Smoke, dude, I got hooked back into Song in the Smoke. What a freaking good game. Um, I, actually, I actually decided that Song in the Smoke would be my next uh, launch title I get back to uh, to, to, re-review, to re-review or review. So. I, I just jumped into it for the new, because I've been, so it's <clears throat> back to this Hans VR lenses thing. Mm. I've been like... <laughs> revisiting every single game to see what the difference is and everything. And, and I jumped into song in the smoke just to see it. Um, and then I ended up playing for like an hour and a half or something because I was just like, God, this is so good. And like, you know, it's just, that world is just so amazing to like, just, I mean, you want to talk about an immersive world to get like lost in, um, VR is all about immersion, but, um, 
to derail it even more, I also played some non-VR stuff um, because I'm trying to keep up with the times, trying to, you know, we get so in the weeds with everything VR. And yes, that's where, like, I primarily want to play. Um, but I'm like, okay, there's been some amazing games that I need to, like, you know, re- refresh my memory or, or, you know, stay up to date. You know, we came into this, Brian, uh, covering PSVR with a lot of game knowledge uh, from the past. And, like, I, I fear losing that. Uh, so rather than go play break stuff VR or words across the words or stuff, um, you know, I checked out stuff like the Final Fantasy 16 demo, mm-hmm. uh, which was, like, two or three hours long. <laughs> like, what a demo, man. Um, and, yeah, it it's pretty cool. It, uh, story-wise, I think it's fantastic. Graphics-wise, it's gorgeous. Um, character, like story-wise, is actually excellent. The gameplay kind of takes a little bit of a backseat here. Um, and, and like, it's very, at least in the beginning, this, the gameplay is very, a lot of games these days are like, they play the game for you. And it's like, no, I, I want to do all this stuff. Like, I don't want to watch it all. Um, but then I played some Alan Wake, uh, and that was pretty sweet. Okay. Really good. Really good. Um, is, actually, is this the like, first time you played Alan Wake? Yes. Um, and uh, and like yeah, like you know, great mechanics, great story, great characters and stuff so far. And it's kind of funny how it's like a TV show. Like it's like on last episode of Alan Wake. Yeah. Um, but I love the mechanics of using the flashlight to like burn the enemies and then and then you can shoot them. Like that is such a cool thing and just production values. It was just really nice to, like I said. As as much as I'm interested in only VR and stuff, it's like I really I needed some like some good games at the end of the day. Like I'd much rather play and this might be a reoccurring theme on this show, but I'd much rather play some of these games than some of the lower tier VR stuff, like you know, people figuring stuff out still. But yeah. and then I played a little bit of control and uh, getting your remedy was, fix, huh? Yeah, man. Um a little bit of that. So I think I've derailed you enough. Uh, well, but you derailed me enough, but but now I need to respond to your uh, excursion into flat screen gaming. Um, yeah. And I have been playing a ton of flat screen stuff, but it's always it's just retro stuff because that's generally what I care about more than anything else. And when it comes to flat screen gaming, um, but also like every I played Alan Wake remastered. Uh, I, I tried to play the first couple hours of that. I, you know, obviously I was excited about Dead Island Two. I was excited about that and played the first few hours of that. Um, and, and I just, and I'm having the same feeling with these games that I was having when I started without parole or when, or when without parole switched over to covering only PSVR one. And that's that I'm just kind of bored of flat screen gaming. It's like, this is all stuff that I've seen before. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling horribly unimmersed when I play a third person game on a flat screen that's six feet away from me. Uh, I just don't, I don't get the same feeling from games. I don't, I don't have that excitement level that I do when I start up a PSVR two game. And so I've sort of had to come to grips with the fact that if I, if I'm playing a flat screen game, I know I'm kind of, kind of be wasting my time because it's not one, something I'm interested in. Uh, and, and also I'm probably just going to be wasting my money as well because it's, I'm going to, it's, it's going it, to, I'm going to play two hours and say, man, I should have played a VR game instead. And then it's going to sit up on my bookshelf for the, until the end of my life, which could be any minute, any minute now, AJ, any minute. Yes. <laughs> yeah, to commit to commit to beating these games, I definitely like usually an hour or two in. I'm like, okay, and now this is where I, that's usually where it makes or breaks it for me. Where I'm like, 
now I'm just going to be playing this thinking, God, this would be so good in VR. Like, why isn't this in VR? Yeah. But that is like the hope and the dream is like, I want to see all these games. Absolutely. VR versions of them because they're so freaking good. And like, you know, um, and and yeah, and for what it's worth, I, I did get kind of immersed in these games, which is impressive. That's good. Considering these are, like you said, these are not VR. VR should be the easiest thing to, to make immersive to play. Um, and the fact that these are not VR, that these are flat screen games, and I'm getting sucked into them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that holds some weight to those being uh, very immersive in that regard. Um, Let me tell you, AJ, <laughs> if you want a good flat screen recommendation, then I'm going to tell you that uh, on the Evercade, right, it's a, re- a recent purchase for me. Um, it looks like a cell phone. It, I mean, it's it's. It looks like it looks like a nineteen ninety nine. It looks like a Nokia cell phone. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> Zach, Zach Morris, can you hear me? <laughs> um, what's up, Slater? There's um, I I there's there's actually a couple of Commodore sixty four collections on the Evercade, and uh and and I mean talk about my childhood, right? And they actually they they got the Bruce Lee game on. This on one of these C sixty four collections, and it's just called Lee because I'm sure they couldn't call it Bruce Lee. And, and so, uh, and dude, I mean, I completely forgot how much fun that game was. So, anybody who's uh, a retro gamer, uh, I highly recommend the Evercade EXP. Uh, I'm having so much fun with it. It's just fun to be able to you know, actually buy cartridges with all like these great memories on them, uh, big collections. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm I love taking something to bed with me, I'm, like playing something portably. So, the Evercade EXP yeah. is where it's at for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. I make, there's like, for me, it's like, you know, I, I see a lot of people like, no, nobody's like really serious, but they're, they're like, Oh, AJ's only flat. No, no. Um, it's, you know, I've played PSVR, nothing but basically nothing but PSVR for the last five years. So it Mm -hmm. was nice to, it's, it's like, I, I won't play, I have zero interest in anything non VR, but there are a few exceptions. Um, especially somebody who's like, played almost every final fantasy growing up and stuff. Um, it was like, it was fun to, to revisit that. And it, it is really good um, so far, but, but yeah. And as for how I'll make, I only played the first episode really. So it, it starts off really good, but some people were saying like, Oh, the story's not that great. Well, I, yeah, it's not like a amazing story, but it's a great horror. Like it's, it's a great thriller, like suspense kind of thriller kind of thing going on there. And you know, I compare a lot of VR games to flat games, like, you know, because to me, I'm kind of at this stage now where it's like, I want there to be more parity between them. Um, like I want, I want them to be closer to each other in terms of like content and quality and mm-hmm. stuff. And I think you're in good company. I think a lot of people uh, who have been VR gamers for years now, uh, the novelty excuse me, the novelty of being in VR has worn off a little bit. And now we're looking for, you know, it's not enough to get in there and play Headmaster or Raw Data. It's like we want these games that are full-fledged. Uh, and so I think, and I think Sony's right there with us. I think, you know, I, you know, Sony has not yet announced this whole hybrid model of VR gaming, but they are fully aware that this is the only way forward with VR because the novelty of VR wears off for people way too fast, uh, even if it takes years. And, and then you're left with a bunch of like smaller games that can't hold a candle to what's happening on the flat screen. And so the only way to make this all work together, uh, is, is the hybrid model. So luckily, you know, if there's one company that understands that it's Sony and we, we should be seeing the fruits of that discussion sooner rather than later. 
Yeah, I just love, you know, I love game mechanics. I got into VR because I love, it's like new gameplay. I'm so tired of doing the same thing over in flat screen games. It's like nothing, nothing that brings a new experience. So I'm totally with you there. It's just like I said, there's, this is, I think to me, it's almost like for science. It's like playing a lot of these modern games and stuff is really useful knowledge that, can be applied to like what I look for in VR games. Like, Oh, this is like this, but it's in VR, you know, like um, whether it be influenced or just the evolution of the mechanics. Uh, I think it's important to not let those go because yep. those are the, the lifeblood of, of gameplay. I'll, I'll settle for, for PS PS two and PS three level of, uh, of, <laughs> of game quality and content at this point. Cause, uh, cause we're not, I don't think we're even quite there yet for most games. Uh, yeah. Matster Game Catster, uh, with the $20 tip, by the way. Uh, guys, I keep, I, we haven't talked about it for a while because it's, it's still kind of off in the distance, but don't forget, uh, in this, thank you, Matster Games Catster for, for tipping because you just reminded me. Uh, the, the in-person Game Cat meetup is happening, uh, next year, uh, 2024. Uh, and we are closer to it than ever. Every day we'll be closer to it than ever, uh, on, uh, in, in March for, with, um, at PAX East. So, uh, don't forget, come hang out in Boston for a few days and, and we're going to have a gigantic GameCat meetup. Uh, and I'm going to do my absolute best to have, I, I want to rent a panel room or pay for a panel room and we'll do a live episode of Gamescast with whoever, uh, whichever of my co-hosts actually show up. Um, but thank you, Master Gamecaster, for the $20 tip. He says, Brian agreed. Played Hogwarts in Dead Island 2. Love the original, but I'm definitely a PSVR 2 gamer. Uh, FS flat screen doesn't do it for me anymore. That's the problem is, is literally five minutes into these games, I'm like, oh, this would just be so much better in VR. You know, the, yeah. the depth perception, the immersion that, you know, hitting X to do something rather than reaching out and pick it up or open a drawer. It just, it just doesn't, just doesn't grab me like it used to. It feels different. It's the way it feels. It feels so much different. Yeah. I guess I'm really happy that there's a lot of Bruce Lee uh, love in the chat. The old C64 game was awesome. Anybody like the Goonies on C64? I, I, every time the C64 comes up, it's the Goonies, the Law of the West, Bruce Lee. Um, God, what else? There's so many good games, but we got to move on. Uh, dude, let's tackle a viewer takeover question from our Discord. Uh, you guys, if you're not a member of the Discord, click the link in the description below and come join us over there. It's free to hang out uh, and just shoot the shit and, uh, and ask questions. You can get your question on the show without paying a, a, a penny. By just leaving your question in the viewer takeover channel, like Sunlight Blade Eleven did, writes hashtag viewer takeover. Why do so few games use the touch capacity of the grip buttons to carry items over an extended period of time? I love Song in the Smoke, and it's one of the best PSVR two games so far. IMO, but I wish they would wouldn't make me hold the buttons while crafting. As an example, I think the ability to just touch the buttons and uh, instead of pressing it down constantly is a great new feature. So I hope it'll be the new standard for games eventually. What do you think, AJ? Well, um, just touching it. I just, don't know. Just a little touch. Just a little touch. Do you like? Oh no! I feel like I feel like there has to be. I mean, it's called an input for a reason. Is there has to be some way for the game to read that you are applying pressure and that you are wanting to do this. You are wanting to grab this. And I think, you know, having your hand there could maybe become a little finicky uh, versus actually pressing the button down. It's a simple zero to one connection and boom, it knows exactly. I think it just makes for some more precise gameplay and precise input. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've got to, I've got to agree with him, but, um, I forget constantly. Usually you, especially in a game like village where I'm so tense all the time, uh, and just like worried that enemy's going to jump out at me or I'm just kind of keeping my eyes peeled. I don't realize how tightly I'm holding that controller. I'm like, I'm even though it has the touch, uh, the sense capacitor making up words now, uh, I'm, I've, I've, I have to remind myself, you don't have to grip that hard. You don't have to hold down this button. Because uh, I think it's still new to me. And it's just something I have to remind myself of constantly. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's just one of those one of those things that I, I love in games. Uh, but I also think that the reason it hasn't been implemented in most games is because, you know, like, like the dawn of the first-person shooter in dual analog sticks, uh, it took us forever to come down with a setup uh, that that worked for for movement and shooting and which buttons do what and how are we going to handle this? What works the best for everybody? We're still in sort of that era, um, and as new technology comes out, like you know, touch sensitive buttons, we're still figuring out what what's the best use for those and how to use those effectively. Um, and, and I think you know, comments like this and uh, and just and just different developers trying different things and us finally figuring out what the best answer is. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll solve that. It's, it's sort of like a mad scientist laboratory. Eventually we're going to discover an answer. We just keep trying everything. Yeah. And there's also a toggle thing too. There's also that, <laughs> uh, man, bear pig game cat with the $2 tip says what top three VR games get replayed most in your library? <laughs> None. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil village, yep. Gran Turismo seven. Uh, I mean, there's like, I have like a top like seven that I keep revisiting. The Light Brigade, uh, Song in the Smoke, some others, Demio. CAJ has you covered. I, I don't, there's a lot, there's a lot of games. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I think Walkabout's the only one I can say that I go back to religiously. Um, for a while I was going back to Gran Turismo. I was waking up every day doing a, a different course. Uh, but I kind of fell off of that, um, same, you know, and then walk about like when, whenever anybody wants to play something multiplayer, that's usually the game, uh, especially since there's new courses all the time. But unfortunately when I'm in VR, it means I'm probably playing something for review. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I really want to get that bad dreams review out. That game ended up being so satisfying, uh, despite all of the issues. Uh, I really can't wait for the PSVR two version. They, they just, they, those guys threw everything at the wall. And whatever stuck, stuck. And whatever didn't, they just said, fuck it, we're going to leave that in anyway. Um, re- really enjoyed that janky ride. It was a good time. Um, so keep that in mind. <laughs> if you're thinking about buying Bad Dreams, uh, first, it's on PSVR 1 right now. And it's $15. Uh, and it's janky. But it's a fun jank. Uh, it'll, it will crash on you. So not fun jank as well. Uh, and two, the upgrade fee for the PSVR 2 version is going to be because the PSVR 2 version is a $20 game. So uh, I would say just hold off, sold off by the PSVR 2 version so that you're not spending $30 uh, on this horror game. That was a close one. I'm I'm glad you told me that because I was like literally about to go buy it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're going to keep patching it, right? These are the darkness roller coaster guys, the kings of nonstop updates for their games. Uh, And so just, just wait. Right in a few months, when when October rolls around, they've already patched out most of the problems with it. Uh, but by but by the time October rolls around, they'll have figured out even more problems and figured and uh, and uh, oh, Tatum says bad dreams. I want more. Yeah, it's 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 an episode one game, you guys. In episode two, 
they reveal at the end of the game. So spoilers, cover your ears. I don't know. It's, it feels like this should be part of the advertising. Uh, it's coming later this year. Uh, so more, more bad dreams on the way. It would be nice if the PSVR two version launched with episode one and two, but we'll see how that works out. Also, I was joking. I was not planning on buying it. Oh, well then <laughs> fuck you, AJ. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Should I, should I be excited? For, Brian, should, should I be excited for bad dreams on PSVR two? Or am I going to just hate it? Like I usually hate most cheap, bad, janky horror games. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't okay. know. Like it, it, if you can, you know, if you can deal, it, it's so creative. That's what I love about it. I have it. a hard time. I have a hard time being uh, excited for that when stuff like phasmophobia and Madison are like right around the corner. Yep. Um, Understandable. Understandable. It's like, I don't, I don't really care about bad dreams. <laughs> See, for me, it's like, uh, it's, it's horror, right? And so like, I will, I will take horror in any form that it comes in and I will, I will appreciate the really good stuff. Uh, and I will, at least be interested in the bad stuff. Uh, so I don't it think it's uh, the horror in horror. <laughs> I mean, I definitely put the horror in horror. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm a horror for horror, but don't, but don't, uh, but so yeah, if you're not a horror fan, there's no reason to buy bad dreams. Right. But, but bad dreams is certainly the, you know, the kind of jankiest horror game we've got right now in VR. Um, but also one of the more creative ones. So I don't know. It's if you, if, if you're patient and you tolerate and a horror fan, Unlike AJ, the fake horror fan. I'm, I'm, what did you say? Patient and uh, horror fan. And yeah, I think, I think I'm two of those three things. I'm, I'm maybe not, I don't have the tolerance for it, but, uh, but I'm patient and I'm a horror fan. Uh, AJ, have you seen the new trailer? And I say new trailer because I need to specify this for Black Hole Pool. Um, I, I put included Black Hole Pool in PSVR this week. And developers actually saw it, and and because I made fun of it, I was like, because <laughs> the developers said this game has good graphics, and so I was just reading like the the, the PR speak uh, over the video, and I kind of giggled when I said bad graphic or good graphics, uh, and so they saw that. Luckily, I, I love when I love when I make fun of developers and they see it, um, and they commented, they said, "Thanks for covering the game, but uh, this isn't the newest trailer. Uh, the newest trailer actually looks." much, much better. So, uh, and so I was like, oh, well, that's cool. They, 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 sh- they showed it off and it does. You can see that there's better lighting and, and actual like textures in places that were just flat shaded before. Um, what do you, are, are you at all interested in black hole pool? Uh, yeah, because I love pool. Um, I play it a lot in real life. I go to the bar and, and I love to shoot some pool for fun. I think it's a lot of fun to do. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, and I think it, I think it looks fine. I kind of not gonna lie, I kind of laughed at the trailer though. Like it was so silly to me. Like the kind of angle, like the the deep, like relaxing narrative they have. It's like no, usually there's like a pretty energetic atmosphere with like loud music and you know drinking and hanging out with friends, and they're all like. It felt like a like Call of the Wild documentary narr- narration where it's just like you can you can relax with your friends around the pool table and uh, you know experience what it's like to have a social epiphany and grace you know, the the I don't know all this stuff that's <laughs> the best thing I don't know. But uh, I thought the trailer was kind of silly, and it was mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, a little a little much. But yeah, the game looks fine. Uh. Yeah, two things about this. Uh, first, the developers have said that they, they wanted to have the YouTube feature uh, where it projected YouTube up on the wall, uh, as they have in the other versions, and they say it's just not happening um, because it must be a Sony thing is my guess, but they didn't specify. Um, <clears throat> uh, so that's that's not going to be there, which, I mean, is fine, I guess. It would have been really cool to be able to like throw a podcast up on the wall or something while you're playing pool, hanging out, um, something along those lines, or music videos, but, you know. I guess I kind of see the problem with that. Um, the other thing about the, the trailer specifically, since you brought it up, um, there are people in, there are people playing pool with their usernames above their head. And one of them is Swim Puppy or something like that. And I was like, oh, Swim Puppy, what an adorable name, right? And, and Swim Puppy just kept showing up in the trailer. And I was like, oh, Swim Puppy. And, <laughs> and then that got me starting to pay attention to the usernames that are above these people's heads. And one of them is Deuce Juice. And I'm like, that is the opposite of swim puppy that's not adorable <laughs> that's fucking disgusting uh and now all i can think of when i watch this trailer is deuce juice so uh thank you for that developers people people seem to really get a kick out of this narration voice brian maybe i should do the rest of the show like this what do you think uh no can we talk about some psvr 2 and our adventures well you no longer are limited to reality with this <laughs> with with this device brian you can now enter new worlds and go to space and throw rocks with telekinesis and shoot aliens. Yeah, virtual reality. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to one more time for them. Most of them like it. A couple are saying it's very creepy. So I feel like I I feel like I got all I I, I covered all bases here. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just cut back. What happened when I was gone? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm glad you I'm glad you covered the show during my uh, during my bathroom break. I I, I, yep. I had to squeeze out a little deuce juice. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. Um, <laughs> deuce juice, deuce juice, yeah. deuce juice. Come come and hang out with. Was it Skill Puppy? Swim Puppy. Come and hang out and spend some time with Swim Puppy. And then go and make sure before you leave you say you have a nice conversation with Deuce Juice. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and <laughs> here I thought one of us was going to start singing the lyrics to Black Hole Sun. I didn't. This, this wasn't. This wasn't. Uh... <laughs> Shapeshifter in the chat says mute him, Brian. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Juice. All right. My God. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that this uh, I'm glad this trailer looks a lot better than the last trailer because uh, we don't have any other billiards games on PSVR uh, two, and even the ones we got on PSVR one weren't like that thrilling. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know if this would satisfy the the multiplayer urge like walkabout would but you know anything anything to kind of hang out and shoot the shit with your friends i'm kind of down with so hopefully this works out is this supposed to be free or is it a paid for game oh it's paid for i think it's 20 bucks on other platforms i gotta check but that's a little rough yeah a little rough yeah a little steep for what it looks like you know it seems like a nice like budget game but i don't know 
And twenty dollars isn't budget anymore. I keep forgetting what we've considered budget over here. Well, no, twenty dollars is the budget thing, but I don't know. It, I don't. I don't know enough about the game. We'll see. I mean, it's just billiards. Like, you know, to, if if that's the main thing, then twenty dollars seems a lot. All right, let me let me check the Steam price because I just kind of uh, assumed. And let me check to see what they say here. Um. Nineteen ninety nine. Yep. Okay. So we did have that right. Good to know. All right. Let's move on. Uh, we got plenty of stuff to talk about, uh, including uh, AJ. This is something you really want to, uh, to to get into the show today. This is uh, this is Rad R A D. This is uh, some sort of side loading app. Uh, basically, what Little Star became. Not even comparing the two. This is literally the Little Star developers kind of rebranding to R A D. Uh, tell, tell me what this is all about, man. Yeah, so there was um, an update from the Rad developers, former, I guess formerly known as Little Star or something. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and uh, there's one thing I want to keep my eye on here. You know, we we have struggled to have a good, like, video player app, um, and especially when it comes to, like, you know, we've lost the ability to watch 3D movies and stuff. So... <clears throat> I'm taking it with a grain of salt, but I'm keeping my eye on this uh, because they did give us an update via their website. And they say, hey, everyone, we're aggressively working on an update to the Little Star, now Rad, PlayStation 5 and PlayStation VR 2 apps. Sony focused on their core audience of gamers in the launch window, and we're, we're now getting all the latest from them to release a new build. We're hoping that this update will be uh, on the order of weeks and uh, and our team is working diligently to update. Uh, this was is there even a date on this? I don't know when this is from. Oh, this was from, four uh, months ago. I think is the last four months ago. Yeah. yeah, and that's the problem, man. Is like we get all of these apps, uh, all these people saying we're going to be launching a video app here, um, and then nothing. I mean, what's yeah. that? What, what's the the theater one? Um, I mean. Big screen, big screen, and, and big was... screen has been telling us for two years yeah. that they're they're coming. They still say that they're coming. So, yeah. um, but the reason I'm interested is because I do want a cinema app. I do want uh, this feature really bad, especially you know I kind of want a little bit more than this, but I think I'll take anything to start with, um, especially with the higher resolution. You know, we didn't get to enjoy videos on the PSVR one because the low resolution now we can actually see something uh, that's a little bit more, that's better. And so <clears throat> I don't know, man, I'm taking this with a grain of salt, but just keeping my eye on it um, and thought it was interesting. And, you know, I, I wish them, I, I, I wish them the best with, with getting this completed because being able to like sideload uh, your own videos and stuff would be cool. Yeah, uh, Twitcher in the chat references the last video store, and that's the trailer that I brought up here. That was supposed to be like a kind of a late gen release for PSVR one, kind of promising the same kind of stuff, right? This this was supposed to be a little bit more immersive. You kind of go to the the video store and you rent it and you hang out with your friends and you watch it, like the whole thing. It gives you this, you know, social space. Uh, and I think there's a lot of developers who are like, wow, this hasn't been done yet. This hasn't been done yet. This this is this is totally a, a space for us to get involved in. Uh, in in it's developers who haven't worked with Sony prior and so then then they put all this time and effort into developing something that they find out eventually that like doesn't doesn't isn't something that sony really wants on their platform um and so i i just i just don't understand how any of this is going to work without working with sony directly 
and in you know, so Sony has obviously this huge library of movies and I'm sure ties to other movie studios that they could make deals with and, and get all these videos available to stream in a virtual theater or whatever. But the fact is that, you know, even Sony has backed off of, um, you know, renting movies and selling movies on their own platform. So, yeah. so are they going to let some third? I don't know why. No, neither do I. But, it, and so if they, if they're not doing it themselves, are they going to let some third party come in and say, Hey, here you go. Uh, have have free reign on our platform to to rent movies and and do all the stuff that like really we used to do. I, I don't I don't know if that's something. Um, I don't I don't know if that's something that they they they'd be willing to allow it happen. I mean, yeah, you're you're right, but it's like I would I would hope so. Like if they're not going to do it themselves, then why not allow some third party apps? Even if they got to follow, you know, follow all the legal guidelines, follow everything. Um, you you have Netflix on your PSVR on your PS5. You have Plex on there. You have like all this stuff. So why not like just let somebody give a little support for this? Um, and uh, you know, the the dream of mine is of course to have that. I really want that movie theater app where you know, Brian, we can we can all grab the game cats and you know, uh, if we got to rent a movie for what five bucks or whatever, you know, um, and go get to have a movie night with with our community and stuff and and watching a virtual movie theater with a bunch of little you know think of how uh poker stars vr implemented all these little fun little vr uh interactive like toys and stuff to mess with and to be able to do that and enjoy a movie together like i I think it'd be cool man i think it'd be really cool yeah i agree i agree i think there's, there's a lot of money being left on the table and there's a lot of um, I mean, just fucking shit that people want being left on the table. Like, why not? Why not just? Why not just make this happen? You know, it, that's it's, the part that baffles me the most. Is like, you care about money, you care about business. Like, this is money, this is revenue and stuff. A big point of revenue. I mean, at one point, I remember PS4s were selling like crazy just because, and most people were like using them for like just Netflix alone. Mm-hmm. When Netflix started like getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, it's like why wouldn't you have give people more reasons to to uh you know go out and buy this buy a PS5 buy a PSVR2 and um stuff because you, you better damn believe uh there are people out there that would go out and buy uh stuff for the other features than just the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's even it's even more troubling that you know early on in the PSVR1 lifespan there were um, there were theater apps, right? I mean, like you could, you could load up Hulu in PSVR and sit in a theater and watch Hulu on a screen. Now you were doing that by yourself, so it didn't have the social aspect, but, but these things existed already, right? The, the, the 3d Blu-ray capabilities were, they existed on PSVR one. We get to, I, I remember watching little Nemo on my PSVR, um, not little Nemo, finding Nemo on PSVR one. Uh, and, and being like, oh, wow, this, this 3D effects work really, really well in the headset. Uh, and, and now we can't even watch 3D movies, never mind in a theater or with other people. Just we can't fucking watch 3D movies on the PSVR 2 headset. It, it's, it's baffling to me how we somehow took this massive leap forward technologically, but feature wise took a couple steps backwards. Uh, I think Sony needs to get on top of this and, and control the messaging. And, and if it's coming, let us know so that we don't sit here and just complain about it endlessly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, to some degree, like I'm, I, it kind of makes sense to me because like, although the movies and stuff existed on the PlayStation four 
for a long time. Like I, I didn't really purchase much uh, stuff off there. In fact, the I started using it when I finally got around to start starting using it. Uh, is when it went away. So I was like, crap. Like just as I started using this thing after so long, um, is when it went away. But yeah, I mean, it again. You know, I don't care if it's just PlayStation Studios movies. Like there should be that option. Even if it's only like Gran Turismo and and uh, Uncharted movie and stuff like that should be an option. It's it's crazy that it's not. I mean, I'd hope for more, of course, but <laughs> I'm like, nah. I, <laughs> as much as I didn't hate Uncharted like everyone else did, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I, I think we would still be sitting it's here terrible. complaining if the if our if our movie uh, rentals were limited to only Sony products. But still, it would it would be a good start at least because right now we've got Ooh. nothing. Uh, AJ IDK underscore outcast underscore with the five quid in the chat says, what's your take on gun stocks? I've got a San Laki elite coming by, oh, by 1 PM BST. He's getting it today. Uh, hoping it works well on Pavlov, Firewall, and Crossfire. I thought about reaching out to the San Laki people to see what this thing is. We've touched, we, I think we talked about this last week. Like every week, I don't really care about. <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely uh, a lot of people interested in gun stocks. I I don't know. It's not something I'm super interested in, but um, if I'll try it and maybe I'll try it eventually and see what see if it's worth it or not. It seems like trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist, right? I feel like it's the 3D rudder situation all over again for me where I'm like, I have no problem holding my hands like this. Now, was the aim controller better? Yes. The aim controller definitely made it feel more realistic and immersive and and you could just kind of rest your hands on it and they would always be in the right place. That I 100% understand. However, when you just, that's those games were designed for the aim controller, Right. They weren't designed, uh, in a way. So, so throwing grenades and reloading were all button presses. Now, here we are on PlayStation VR 2, and we've taken a step further, and now, and now you're, you're reaching down and grabbing grenades and throwing them manually, or you're, or you're manually reloading weapons. Uh, which or- I think is way better. Like, in theory, like, I, I think, uh, I, I love the idea. I love manual reloading. I love grabbing, you know, clips and, uh, off my like waist and stuff and you know the aim controller made more sense because the controllers the other controller options we had at the time were the dual shock four and the moves right. and so like the aim like obliterated those um <clears throat> but yeah but now games are a little bit different so i don't know yeah i just i, I just think i mean and, and obviously aj and i haven't gone hands-on with these uh gun stocks and if anybody out there wants to send us some to try them out and give them a shot so we actually have a better perspective on how this all works i've only seen videos of it but it seems like the sense controllers are sliding onto the gun stock so so one, while one of your hands is still holding the weapon the other one can slide off grab the grenade throw it or grab or grab uh the, the magazine or clip to reload uh if that all works as well as you'd hope it would then maybe these gun stocks are going to be awesome. But I, but I feel like you're adding another learning curve to things that already have a learning curve, like manual reloads. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't, I don't want to shit on something that I haven't tried, uh, but these are certainly concerns that I have uh, prior to trying them. Uh, but I hope so. I, I hope so, man, because it does, I don't think, a, I mean, I would, I would bet a pizza if anybody's willing to take a pizza bet, AJ, that aim 2.0 is not coming. That's just not happening this generation. I don't think, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think you really need it. 
to be honest. Um, I think the the orbs and having two hands and the freedom. I think in terms of immersion, uh, I feel like those have more potential for more immersive mechanics than yeah. uh, something stuck together. Some people in chat are, are mentioning that um, some of the some of them slide, as I was mentioning. Some of them are magnetically held. So uh, yeah, it depends. It all depends on how how fluid it all feels, how easily you can do it without thinking about it. The last thing I want to do when I'm immersed in a VR game is. Uh, is, is have to deal with something that pulls me out of the immersion. Uh, so I, I'm assuming I'm assuming that with a little bit of time, uh, you could get used to all of these things. Uh, but let us know how it goes, man. Uh, that's you're you're gonna have it in just an hour or two. So uh, let us know how it goes. We're definitely looking forward to hearing your opinion. And I can't wait to hear AJ's opinion on the next trailer that we're about to see. Uh, this one's called Umami Grove. Uh, this was. This this kind of uh, popped out this over the last couple days, um, and it looks like now first I, I think I think right off the bat it remind people of winds and leaves right you're climbing trees you're picking fruit, uh, but then you're doing more than that you're exploring you're you're uh, you're interacting with animals you're cooking, chopping up carrots as we're watching now. Um, what, what, what do you what do you think of this AJ? Is this uh, is this is it scratching any itches for you? No. <laughs> I mean, to me, again, like, I'm just so past this. Like, stuff like this would have been cool, like, years ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, you know, I'm interested in good games. Like, I've seen all these things before. I can cut carrots and I can cut things in, in Zenith, which, by the way, is a giant MMORPG. Um, it's like all these, it's doing, I see it doing all these little things and, it's like yeah, like these look okay and stuff, but I don't like this. Doesn't have doesn't look like anything exciting to me. Well, um, it's interesting that you compare it to to Zenith because Zenith is you know obviously like you said a big MMO, um, but it's you know I don't think a lot of people there's a lot of people out there who are not interested in an MMO. Some people just really want to. Yeah, I think Garden of the Sea really worked for some people because it was like kind of this relaxing, chilled out single player adventure where they could just kind of do stuff on their own uh, and. And I, and I think that this, that's what this is doing, but it looks like it's, you know, adding more VRAF elements. Gar, uh, Garden of the Seed didn't really have those elements that, I mean, that I was looking for personally, even though I've only gotten through the first hour of it at best. Um, this, this to me, it looks fucking great. This looks like exactly what I wanted Garden of the Sea to be, uh, which just has way more mechanics. It looks like way more fun. Uh, and I think I get, I, I really think I could get down with this. Yeah, I saw a couple of things I thought looked okay, but I don't know. It's just, I'm not, it's, it's not grabbing me. It's I, I, when I first started seeing it, I was like, I can almost see it, but no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this stuff. I'm, I'm tired of like, you know, just these couple little things. And like, some of it doesn't even look like it's that, like it does it that well. Like I, I don't see any, you know, any physics like that look really that good. And animations don't really look that good. And it's just like, I don't know, man. No. Pass. No. <laughs> pass. I'm not going to shit on. It's not going to get shit on, but it's but I'm but it's going to pass. All right, man. Well, then I say it's time to uh get into the big summer sale uh that we that we headlined this thing with. Um 
<laughs> Looper. I fucking love you, Looper. Looper in the chat for anyone listening to this is AJ's just a, sorry, sirens on my end. AJ's just a typical teenager who hates everything that children love. <laughs> Genesis does. Can't, can't say, can't say anything honest anymore. <laughs> yeah. If it isn't, if it, unless it's positive. Quit it with your toxic positivity, Looper. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hate it when people say that. It's so dumb. Although it probably is kind of a thing. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, all right, man, it's time to take a look at the summer sale. Um, now, I, I do believe I do believe that they add games into the summer sale um, as, uh, as, as, as the summer progresses, I think there's, I don't know if there's two phases of it or if there's more than that. I do not know the answer to that question. Um, but let's, let's take a look through this, man, and, and kind of pull out the ones that are worth taking a look at, especially at the price that they are now. You know, some of these games are like $5 off and I'm like, I don't know if that's where we need to be with these things. Uh, it's actually, yeah, this is a lot of good, uh, a lot of good stuff on this sale. This is the biggest PSVR 2 sale we've had so far. And I did, for the record, I did cover all these on my Saturday stream, but, I figured it'd be cool to get two opinions that might disagree some, and you know we probably will disagree. And um, you get two viewpoints, and and one of them is good, and then the other one's Brian's. Maybe <laughs> that was coming. <laughs> I had to beat you to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, man. We got we got a uh, we got Job Simulator. That's uh, fifteen bucks instead of twenty, uh, which is interesting, man, because you know for what's considered one of the best selling. VR games of all time, one of the best-selling games on PSVR. Um, it's fifteen dollars instead of twenty, but don't forget this thing launched at thirty, so you're actually getting it for like half price what a lot of people paid for it. Um, not bad. I don't think we need to convince anybody to buy this game. <laughs> uh, Clearly, it's still on the top ten charts every single month for the last half a decade. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on Tetris Effect being ten bucks off? Uh, I like it. Um, I do like it. I do. This game always, it never goes past like the, the 20, like I wish it wouldn't be like around $15. Um, I feel like that's like the sweet spot price for it. Um, where it's like, this is a great deal and a great game. Uh, I love the game. Um, it's a fantastic game and all, but I, I just, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, it wouldn't be the first I recommend. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, if you don't, I don't think if you don't like Tetris, you're not going to like this, but I do think it's, uh, now that we've got the, the multiplayer component, uh, the PSVR 2, I never understood why this wasn't running at a higher resolution on PSVR 1. Uh, to me, I was like, oh yeah, the particle effects look great, but the whole thing just kind of has this blur over it, even on the Pro. And in, in the PSVR 2 version, eliminates all of that. Uh, and so it just looks stunning. The particle effects look great. The resolution is great. Uh, the, the haptics are incredible. Uh, if, so if you like Tetris at all, uh, it's hard not to recommend Tetris effect. And I always thought $40 was a little much, but 30, I think is totally reasonable. And I will say I, when I was going through a little bit of a depression at one point, um, this game was, a was a really, it may, it was, it may, it really lifted up my spirits during that time. So if you're having a hard time, you need something uh, to, to make you feel better than, then give it a go. All right. Pick out something on this list, man, that really appeals to you. Oh, um, if dude, you have the enough. Moss, yeah, the Moss bundle, the Moss book one and two. I mean, come on, man, twenty six dollars 
for Moss Book One and Two on PSVR two. Twenty six bucks for both yes. games. Uh, what was the yes. bundle going for prior to the sale? Forty. Oh wow! Right, because it was the same price as Moss Book Two on its own. I forgot. Right. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Like that, I, I, I don't know if we're ever going to see better deals than that for Moss Book One and Two. Um, absolutely. That that might be that might be the best deal going on the sale. Well, you'd be surprised because there's some damn good sales on here. But yeah, I mean, just Moss is just such a high quality game. That's what we want. We want. You know, it doesn't matter. Like games can be indie. Games can be smaller developers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can also still be quality. Uh, and this is a prime example of that. Like this game is so rich and excellent. Well, Mikey D Cosmo VR Kitty with the five dollars in the chest says, "Can we get past the cartoony VR games about cutting veggies and throwing staplers? We need some really unique stories. Like here they lie." Um. I mean, Mikey, agree with him there. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm not going to say that, you know, the, the cartoony stuff needs to go away, but I would absolutely take uh, more realistic things, more uh, scary things, more adult things, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I think everybody out there, I think VR right now is, is still so niche that I think when you start developing a VR game, you got to say, well, we want to appeal to as many people that have this thing as possible, right? Because because when you're when you're developing something uh, on the flat screen, you can say, hey, we're we're going to make this fucking horror game, or we're going to make this really artistic thing, or we're going to make this you know crazy over the top uh, psychedelic ex- exper- experience, and that's a niche. But 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 millions of people uh, have access to it to check it out. You know, currently, that's not the case here. Like I, I think probably best case scenario, there's a million PSVR two headsets out there. And so I don't, th- I don't think that like, I-, I can't believe that there's so many horror games because horror games are definitely considered a niche. Uh, so a niche within a niche, you're, you're really limiting what you're going to sell. I think everybody wants to release this game that, that Nintendo would release, right? This like wholesome family thing that everybody enjoys and everybody. And I think that's probably if I was sitting in on, um, some, uh, some meetings that these indie devs are having trying to figure out what their game is going to be. I think a lot of those discussions are very similar to what I just said, saying we want to appeal to as many people as possible. And I can't wait till VR gets to the point where they don't give a fuck about appealing to appealing to as many people as possible, that they can just make whatever they think they want, um, make whatever they want. And I think that we'll get there eventually. That was a long rant. I don't know. I'm not sure why I believe that. It was fine. But I I do, I do, even though, you know, I love more mature games, more darker themed games Mm -hmm. and, you know, scary games and adult games. I still also like the mixture of, you know, like more family friendly or something, you know, that just charm, like just has a lot of charm and heart. That's why I love stuff like Moss. Um, It's got so much like heart and charm to it. And, um, and then you know I'm I'm looking forward to uh, even like Ven VR Adventure. Like sure. I I need I need these kinds of games as well. Um, I need lots of games, Brian. I need lots of games to be satisfied. Yeah. Uh, daringly average game snake in the chat says, "If you want to see the same show but without Brian, watch AJ's last stream." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that I is what we it call it, man. We call we call the interactive chats uh, <laughs> Gamescast without Brian, um, which you know. You do you. Uh, Matt Vegan in the chat with the $2 tip says, have you played Cave Digger 1 since the patch? No. Has anyone else played Cave Digger 1 since the patch? Um, 
Yeah. No, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like, I respect that game because I think it has some good VR mechanics. I just don't think it's a really fun game to play, which is important. Kind of forgot the, the fun. It's got it's got to be fun, too. You know, it can do all these things right. But at the end of the day, if it's not fun, then it's missing a crucial element. Yeah. Uh, also, um, if you're in the chat and you don't know how to pronounce niche, it's okay. Not Not everybody knows everything. Just ask. Just go to Google Pronounce and, and and have them teach you how to say it correctly. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. What else on this list makes you happy, AJ? Man, lots of stuff on this list. I I picked the last one. I picked uh, I, Moss. What I don't think you? I don't think I have the complete list here. I, I think that there's um oh I, I think that there's definitely some stuff missing uh, on this. Right, let me steal this from the Discord. Um, maybe that'll help you out. All right, it's pretty pretty similar, not bad. Well, then I'm 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 going to pick the low hanging fruit then because uh, <laughs> because <laughs> the, with Resident Evil Village uh, being half price, I mean you can get the gold edition if you want to, whatever. Like that's that's on you. Um, but there's DLC there that isn't VR compatible. Fifty percent off of uh, Village, already amazing game, must have PSVR two game. Uh, probably the best VR game I've ever played in my entire life. Uh, I would I would twenty bucks. Twenty bucks, and as we've already determined on this episode, twenty dollars is a budget game. So, get it? What's wrong? Yeah, What's wrong budget budget price for Resident Evil Village, um, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, uh, and I'm dude, and I'm on my third playthrough of that game, and you know, as as AJ and I have said before, I'm not sure if we've said it on the show or not, but um, it's worth it's worth saying at least. Uh, if there are ways. By the t- by, the time you're on your second playthrough, there are ways to basically make that game ridiculously easy uh, by purchasing and upgrading specific weapons. Um, was it the uh, was it the stake magnum AJ that uh, that is just ridiculously powerful even before you upgrade it? Like it's one so hit kills OP. almost everything. Um, as I thought, I thought upgrading the shotgun to have unlimited ammo was pretty fucking OP. That is not OP. Dude, not really. No, not you are compared a, to the you, stake. You that is up. <laughs> very, very up on Village of Shadows uh, difficulty. I mean, I've got my I've got my shotgun pretty much maximum uh, upgraded to its max, and uh, and so I was you know running around just blasting blasting bad guys pretty fucking easily, uh, and then then I got the stake and I started upgrading the stake. It's just ridiculous. You do infinite ammo for that thing, and you yeah you're just one one hit killing everything um and so part of me is like mm, i don't i don't know if i actually recommend that because it's it almost like it takes the challenge away um i i think i'll be happy to have it for my third run uh no sorry so i'm finishing my second run because i haven't started the uh village of shadows yeah, is the hardest say. difficulty right yeah yeah, okay. yeah so yeah i haven't started my third run yet and so I'm, i think i'm gonna be really happy to have that because apparently it's pretty hard yeah, it's 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 hard if you don't use the stake. <laughs> it's still hard because you like one. It's like two hits and you're dead, and that's it, no matter what. Um, so yeah, it's it's difficult, but okay. it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, by the way, Mikey D Cosmo VR Kitty Ram in the chat with another five bucks says Addendum. I love fun and goofy games too. Uh, just not the lame graphics. Remember Headmaster, a lost PSVR one gem. Yeah, man. Uh, I. 
I actually reached out to those guys and was like, Hey, what's going on with headmaster? This was a while ago. So anything could have changed, <laughs> but I was like, like, have you, as if I have to tell a developer, have you tried PSVR two? Check this out, man. It's good. Head, uh, head haptics. <laughs> like, how perfect would it be for a headmaster? Right? Like, dunk, every time the ball hits, I don't know, man. There, and yeah, as far, and, and whenever I'm, whenever I messaged them, uh, they were like, yeah, no plans right now. But, yeah. All right. You're next. Give us something. Uh, gotta give some love to Zombieland Headshot Fever Reloaded being 30% off. Mm. 17 something with PlayStation Plus. Um, yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because well, yeah, when we talked about this recently, I don't know if it was on, was it on the top 25 debate. Um, yeah. I, I said, I don't, I don't like the way this game looks like, cause I don't like the character designs. I don't like that. They, like, I don't, I wish it wasn't a zombie land game is basically what I'm saying. I basically wish they had just taken no IP and made this from the ground up. Uh, so I don't like, I don't like the zombie land characters. I don't like the voiceovers. Uh, and, uh, uh, but 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 the gameplay is fantastic, and and I, and I actually found it really frustrating when I first played it, like learning to uh, learning exactly how to play it. And but but that I think that just means the more you play it, uh, the more satisfying it becomes. Because at some at the beginning, um, it's just you're just like man, this is fucking hard. But really, it's just like you know, once you learn the mechanics and they become second nature, uh, then it just becomes satisfying. And I absolutely love this game. Like, I just wish it wasn't Zombie Land. Yeah, I love where I love the, the where the levels start going and stuff too. Like, you know, the medieval bowling course or the mm. the mini golf place and indoor mini golf place and stuff. Would yeah. you Would you recommend for those who are on the fence? Would you recommend Zombieland on a discount, or would you recommend Switchback post patch? Oh, I mean, I th- I think. I don't think there's any, there's any, there's no question here. Like, there's, a switch, little, switch, there's, a, there's a little bit of a question here. Well, I mean, it's sw- not that easy. Well, cause it's, it's, it's down to the price point, right? Yeah. This is, I mean, I think, I think this is a, re- a very fair price, uh, whether you get the plus discount or the regular discount. It's $20 without plus. That's half price from Switchback. And I think you get way more of a game here. And I think it's way more fun than Switchback. Um, Something, something in the chat says, how do you not like zombie land characters? I, I, I like the movies. I don't like what they did to the game. I don't like the, the, the likenesses that they have in there or the, uh, or, or the imitators, the, the voice, voice actor imposters. <laughs> uh, I don't like any of that. And I think it's, I think the, the, and the voices that they chose were pretty silly. It's like these, like kind of, um, if it, it feels like, They've got a PlayStation One character with attitude that's just like yelling, "Good or done!" Like just like it's like Bubsy 3D level of cringe. Um, not interested. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, but but you Sorry. know, but the game's good, uh, dude. I don't know. I mean, Zombie Land, man. Zombie Land has half price, and it's the better game. So, what do you think? Um, well, definitely with Zombie Land on sale right now, I'd say go for that because, like you said, I I do think I think uh, Switchback will offer this. A little bit more of a true horror experience uh obviously the graphics are more realistic um so people will get a lot out of that but zombie land i do think at its core and structure is a much better game um so yeah some people might be more immediately satisfied from 
uh, from Switchback. Yeah. But if you're like uh, like a hardcore gamer and and stuff, I did like Zombieland all day. Yeah, I think that's fair. Have you played Unplug uh, Air Guitar? Because I have not. Yes. That's one of the few I haven't even started yet. Is it worth ten bucks instead of? Because I mean, it's down from twenty five. That's a huge discount. I mean, ten bucks isn't bad. Um, it's actually got some nice production values to it and stuff. Um, I just wasn't a big fan of it, to be honest with you. Like, I, I don't know. Um, I like some of the music in there and, uh, I, I didn't, you know, you know how it goes with rhythm games, man, where you play them on the easiest difficulty because you kind of have to at first because they're too hard to start on the harder difficulties. But the harder difficulties is usually where they end up being more fun. So I haven't gotten, I never got to that point to where it was like, you know, on higher difficulty, got better at it. And, and so I don't, I don't really have the best, like, I'm not the best, like, judge or authority on this game because I haven't really spent a ton of time with it. But I thought it was okay. okay. Um, 10 bucks isn't a bad price, but, you know, Again, it's like it just didn't hook me. Yeah, I, I'm having the same thing with uh with Drums Rock right now. Everyone's like it's great, and I was like, well, I just haven't gotten to the point. Like, I didn't think Attica was great until I got through the harder levels. I didn't think that uh, Pistol Whip was good until I got through the harder levels. Uh, that, that's generally, I think, how rhythm games work. We were just having a conversation about this in the comments section on the channel. Um, it's so easy to say to to play a rhythm game for for ten twenty minutes and go, it's kind of boring. This doesn't interest me. But I, I think if you put the work in and then you get to the harder difficulty, usually that's when the game becomes rewarding. And that's what everyone said about Drums Rock. So that's why I, I won't say a bad word about Drums Rock, because <sighs> apparently when it gets harder, it's just like these other rhythm games that, that do feel good. I don't know, man. You know, even on the easier difficulties, like starting out, I actually thought like Pistol Whip and Drums Rock were more were like immediately satisfying. Okay. So it's it's possible that they're just not for you, that you just, you know, they're just maybe not for you, but um, I would 100% recommend Pistol Whip and Drums Rock over Unplugged uh, easily uh, in this sale. Okay. Absolutely. Even though it's more, you're spending more money, um, I think they are much better. Uh, I don't think I got the name. Uh, was it James Wolf? I think I, in the chat asked about if there's any news on an Exorcist PSVR 2 port. Yes, sir. Uh, the, the Exorcist, uh, Legion VR is apparently coming to PSVR 2, uh, but we don't have any, 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 anything else other than that. Um, we don't know who's, who's bringing it over. We don't know who's doing, doing the port. I'm assuming that, oh God, was it, um, I'm assuming that the publisher and developer have probably parted ways, uh, ever since the Exorcist Sin was announced, safety in numbers, because Wolfenwood was like, oh shit, like we didn't even know this was happening. Uh, the, the publisher like never even was it fun train the, the publisher fun train never even told us that this was being made it's being made without our knowledge and it's being made by like pocket money games which is so far hasn't done anything extraordinary uh so we'll we'll, we'll see how that all turns out uh, i'm assuming that the it'll just be a, a straight port from the psvr1 version or the pc version um and, and that wolfenwood will have nothing to do with it that's my guess but we'll see what happens uh, dude, I want to give a quick shout out to, uh, until you fall, uh, even though it's not as pretty as it could be, 
It is super crisp and clear. It looks great in the PSVR 2 headset. Uh, obviously, it looks a lot better. The controls work a lot better than the Move controllers did, uh, being able to move around and, uh, and and make these fast actions, never talking about tracking. Uh, I do think that Until You Fall is... This is, this is just a fantastic way to play it. Uh, and it's only five bucks off, but so if you don't, if you didn't already play it on PSVR one, I, I think it's, it's hard not to recommend it on PSVR two. But Brian, I thought you were pro consumer, Brian. I am. That's why if you, if you haven't already <laughs> bought it, if you haven't already spent the $25 on PSVR one and they then charged again, Brian, they should not be praised. Yep. Zero praise. For, for charging full price again, Brian. That's why, that's why I'm saying, do you know, if you haven't bought it, you shouldn't, you shouldn't give them your money twice. <laughs> I mean, maybe you should like, I mean, if you really like shell games, I, it's obvious. So it's obvious though right now that shell games is in bed with meta, right? They, they've stopped talking about among us VR on PlayStation at all. Yeah. That is kind of weird. Right? At least we have VR spaceship imposter. <laughs> right. Midnight, Midnight uh... works has us covered. Um, so yeah, so, so, so suddenly they stopped talking about Among Us uh, VR on PlayStation VR 1 or 2, uh, and then they announced I Expect You to Die 3 for Quest, but not any other platforms. And so it's just obvious. I mean, like, if, if you can't, it, it, this, this is about as transparent as you can be without coming right out and saying, oh yeah, we're in bed with Meta. Meta gave us a shitload of money uh, to kind of keep our shit exclusive. But, you know, honestly, fuck them. It's like, it, it I, it it doesn't bother me in the slightest, to be honest with you, because uh, honestly, I feel like, like I think I expect you to die three is coming to PSVR two. They're just not talking about it yet, right? Among Us VR is obviously coming to PSVR two. They're just not talking about it anymore, right? They just they just Maybe. they're just going to shut up until probably I don't know next year or whenever these games are already out on Quest, and then and 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 then you know, uh, Meta can be like, oh look, these are these games aren't available anywhere else. And then three months later, they appear everywhere else. It just, I'm kind of, I've, I'm kind of over the I expect you to die uh, phase. Like that was, that was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with those two games. All the DLC, it was good times. But like, I mean, any, anyone who thinks that like I expect you to die is going to sell any headsets at this point is ridiculous. No. Uh, Snafu in the chat with a two dollar tip says PSVR one sale right now has been delightfully extreme. That's the only time I've ever heard anyone use uh, the adverb or the adjective delightfully to extrive, describe something that's extreme. Uh, what a great time to be a PSVR 1 gamer, right? You haven't upgraded. You don't have to worry about buying all the newest stuff. Crazy discounts on PSVR 1 sales. Love it. Absolutely love it. All right, man. Give me one more and then we can move along. Oh... Uh. Man, lots of lots of good sales on rhythm games here. Um, uh, I'll have to. How much is the? I don't know what the, how much this is. I only have the percentage because I grabbed it from the Discord. Sure. Um, synth, what's what's the price of Synth Riders plus the complete music collection? Okay, so that 20, that retails that retails for a hundred dollars. Um, but, oh my goodness! But it's twenty percent off, so it's eighty dollars. Because I think I think what's happening here, AJ, is that the the complete music package uh, just keeps getting more and more expensive because they keep adding the new DLC to the complete music package. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, so that means to get everything, I mean, imagine AJ, <laughs> if you will, let me take you on a journey. If right now beat saber, 
put up a complete music pack for for Beat Saber and was like, "Hey, you oh get you get the game and all the DLC for eighty bucks. That would be the deal of the century." I've spent hundreds of dollars on synth- on uh, Beat Saber DLC plus thirty dollars on the game, right? And so it would be the it would be the most amazing deal of all time. Uh, I know Synth Riders hasn't had as much DLC, but still, this is a pretty good deal if you if if you want to get into Synth Riders and you want to have all the music. Uh, eighty bucks isn't surprisingly a bad deal. Oof. Is it still on sale, like the base game, for like 15 bucks? Because uh, that's, that's a good a, question. I have to look maybe that that's up. a safer jumping off point. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know if you're going to like it or not, like if you've never played it before, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Synth Riders is really good on PSVR 2. It, it, it's so much better on PSVR 2 than it was on PSVR 1. And, you know, they well, did a, a. Having the multiplayer really helps. They, how well, do they, I think how they never the, get that the orbs, into the PSVR 1 version? craziness i think the you know the orbs pair really well with mm-hmm. the game as well uh the great haptics the yeah visually it's upgraded it's beautiful um and uh yeah i just i think it's a lot better on psvr too it's it's somewhat the stiffest competition that beat saber has in terms of rhythm games probably yeah um, definitely the one that people stick with the longest and uh and have been enjoying the most um 25 dollars aj uh, is how much synth riders is going for it's full price and there's no discount for the base game uh, the you missed you missed the discount when it was 15 dollars. you should have grabbed it then yeah <sighs> uh matchup vasquez in the chat says i recommend both and definitely recommend unplugged at ten dollars so there you go there you have it i'll get around to that game eventually i swear um i every day i just feel like i'm drowning (laughs) (laughs) all right man you know what time it is it's time for psvr 20 questions that's when aj well this time it's aj picks a psvr one or two game and then you guys out there in the chat and me right here sitting in front of this very nice hd camera we only have six minutes and 20 questions, 20 yes or no questions for what game that is. Um, oh, 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 sorry. Macho follows that up with watch Miles' stream and it'll show you the progression of Unplugged and how he ended up having a lot of fun by the end of the stream. So there you go. Go watch Miles' channel. Basically, everyone in the chat today is like, just go watch everything but without parole. Uh, by the <laughs> way, the links to all my co-host channels are in the description below. So if you want to check out what AJ is doing on his channel, what Miles is doing on his channel, uh, what uh, Wes and his friends are doing over at Virtual Strangers, go click the links, subscribe to them, and uh, and go share the VR love because these guys are all doing great things. Uh, I, make, I make fun of them quite a bit, but I love them all dearly. Love you too, man. See how I waited? I was like, now you say it. Now you say it. Um, All right, man. Uh, Do you have a game picked out? I do. All right, good. I'm going to need everybody's help in the chat because the second these games begin, uh, I always forget every single PSVR game that ever came out. Uh, And I know that AJ hates me secretly, so he wants me to fail. He's going to pick a hard one. I just know it. Here we go. On your mark, get Dez. Where's my notebook? I hope, I hope y'all do remember what I said recently, <laughs> the last couple uh, 20 questions. Oh, God. Uh, is uh, AJ, first question, is this a game that we've already picked recently, that's already been picked recently? No. no. Okay. I feel that's the only that's the only thing I remember us saying. Um, is this a PSVR... Is this mm, is this game on PSVR two? No. Okay, so it's PSVR one only. 
<laughs> uh, was this? A, oh God, he's enjoying <laughs> yes. this too much. Um, yes, payback time, baby. <laughs> is this? Um, <laughs> is this? Uh, was this exclusive to the PlayStation VR? Did it come out on uh, Quest or PC? I don't think it was exclusive. Okay, so we're gonna double underline only. Has this, did this developer put out more than one PSVR one game? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so. Um, but let me let me double check here on some of these because I need to make sure I check myself here. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with Awesome Tatum's question. Did we mention this game even briefly did, on the show today? <laughs> no. <laughs> it is like we would never mention this game That's ever. Five. <laughs> uh, not on today's show. All right, what's it? we're gonna we're gonna back up. We're gonna take Ian Stanbridge's question and try to figure this shit out. Do you control a human in this game? Um, I mean, sort of. We already aging the fuck out of this. I mean, no, but sort of. Um, uh, and this is I can confirm that this is not an exclusive, and this seems to be their only game. By okay. The way. Did this developer use obvious inspiration from other games? Does this feel like a game that developers like, well, let's put this game in VR? Not, no, not like that. Obvious, okay. if any, not that I know of. So, sorry, no. sorry, not special delivery. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not special delivery. Okay. Uh, oh, interesting. Uh, Tiff in the chat is wondering: Was this reviewed by me? Did I did I actually put out a review of this game on Without Parole? I'm pretty sure you did. Okay. You, you can search that up, by the way. That's that narrows it down to like four hundred. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of reviews. Um. Okay. Uh, did this game? Did this game support the aim controller? No. Okay. No aim support. Did this game support the move controllers? No. Okay, that's guys. ten. And just to maybe help you out a little bit, mm-hmm. you're not really. I would say no. Just to make things less confusing, you're not controlling a human, I would say. I mean, you technically are, but you're not in the game. Just to make things less confusing, he said, everybody. In case in case you missed that, <laughs> he said, just to make things less confusing, and then he confused That's the fuck out of the answer. You. <laughs> okay. um, Chrome Colossus asking, is it sci-fi? Um, a little... Not, not really. Like very, I mean, technically yes, but that's not really what I know it as. Okay. Uh, Indie Soul of VR asks if if Brian, if me, did I like this game? I have no idea. I think so. I'll give you a pass on that one. I'm not going to count that one. All right. Because I don't, I don't know, but I would think so. All right. Uh, can't be Falcon Age Shapeshifter because Outerloop put out many games. Um, okay, Kevin Russ says, are you in a cockpit? Um, yes, I would say you are in a cockpit. Okay. Okay, let's, fig- let's figure this out, guys. We, got, we, we only got a minute and a half left, but let's figure this out. PSVR 1 only. Uh, this is the only game that developers made. Um it doesn't know if you play as a human. It's very confusing. Let's not go into that too deeply. DualShock only. 
Uh, it's a little sci-fi, uh, and you sit in a cockpit. Um, that's all we kind of know. <laughs> um, do you have, you're in a cockpit. Do you have, does your vehicle, whatever you're using, have weapons? <laughs> um, fuck. Ugh, that's a good question. What? Um, it definitely has functions. <laughs> I don't know if it has weapons, though. Um, was this a multiplayer game? No, okay. not there, a multiplayer. There goes rings, you guys. Sorry. I won't. I won't cost you. I won't cost you the weapons thing because I. I don't really know. I would say no, but there are things that are close to weapons, so maybe. <laughs> Um, is it, a, is, is it a, is it a, is, did you racing? Are you racing in this game? You are not racing in this game. Okay. Um, do you, can you fly? You do not fly in okay. this game. That's 15. Oh my God. Um, can you swim in this game? Uh, kind of. That's kind 16. Of. I'll go, I'll go easy on you with that. I mean, you're, yeah, you kind of swim. Okay. Hint, hint. What game do you kind of swim? In? <laughs> I'm out. Of, I'm out of time, but I, I feel like we're so close to this. Um, we're so close I'm, to this. I was trying to. I was trying to. You know, you're not technically swimming, but um, I, I think that would at least saying yes would at least get you in the right direction. But it didn't <laughs> because I went extremely hard on you, Brian, because fuck you My. for all the picks that you your last picks have drove have driven me absolutely batshit crazy. So oh this my is God. revenge, my friend. And this revenge comes this, in. Wait, wait. Is this the game where you're scanning like the ocean floor and you're like going on missions uh, and you have to like upgrade your oxygen tanks? Is that what game is that? Well, go ahead. Tell me. What game is it? This is released on August 7th of 2017 by Zockside Games. This is technically a sci-fi adventure called Neptune Flux. That's the game I was just trying to think of. Oh, <laughs> yes, my God. Yes, you knew it. You knew it. Yeah. Um, and it is a uh, about a three-hour, the first time playing, a two to three-hour, I think, um, little underwater yep. Uh, um, submarine adventure. Yep. And uh, I actually really like this game. I consider this game a hidden gem. It's it's one of my very first reviews. Like my first two reviews were Neptune Flux and Dread Halls. Wow. <laughs> um, ever. Uh, and uh, yeah, man. I actually uh, I always try to uh, mention this game whenever we talked about like hidden gems on PSVR one. Um, of course, maybe maybe early hidden gems because there was much better hidden gems later but um i actually really like this game small little short little uh uh cool i love exploration and uh and yeah and i love underwater um spoilers everybody i think aj picked this game looper can help help us out here i think aj picked this game early on uh when we first started playing 20 questions i think this was one of your first picks 
because uh, I remember this, and it's always sort of been in the back of my mind. I was like, one day he's going to pick Neptune Flex again, and uh, and here we are. We're having that. We're, it's that day, and I will say this game crossed my mind at some point during the course of this, and I couldn't remember the name of it. Uh, and so, yep, good good game. Was, I agree. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this back in the day, especially when there wasn't much else to play. I think, I think the whole thing was made by one dude, as we keep saying. Happen. All the best games seem to be made by a very small team. Yeah. Go watch Brian's review for Neptune Flux and then go watch my very first. If you can, you probably can't even search for and find my review for it. Um, Looper, I think the it was underground game cat in the chat says it was the very first pick by AJ. No way. I knew it. I knew it was early on. It was the very first pick by and, me. And I've been seeking vengeance ever since, AJ. That's why <laughs> you started this madness with Neptune Flux, and I've just carried on the madness. You how were the original. How long ago? What's the date of that? It was how many years? Was that like, that had to have been like years 1987, ago, 1987, right? I think. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. This was a great episode. Uh, if I do say so myself, um, you know, the fact that AJ was here didn't, didn't deter it from being good um don't forget to subscribe to aj over at psvr underground doing great stuff over there make sure you watch his review of neptune flux um (laughs) don't don't yeah (laughs) i bet it's great i edited it on the uh (laughs) on the playstation 4 wow yeah wow i edited it from there Craziness. (laughs) Craziness. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tiff said this is before Brian gave scores. Most things were from before Brian gave scores. Um, I think Shadow Legend was the very first score that I gave. Eight point five. I stand by that. I stand. Oh, by I think that. I, I gave that the very the same score. Ben Schroeder with the chat uh, five dollars in the chat says have to work, but wanted to stop by and show my support. Happy Monday. Uh, thank you very much, Ben Schroeder. Happy we Monday, you. man. I, I hear you, man, and I appreciate. Uh, Appreciate all you guys stopping by and supporting us. I've, I've been working like crazy, honestly. The chan- like, you know, still doing what I can on the channel, but uh, right now, just a busy, busy time. I'm working six days a week and almost 60 hours a week, Oof. and, like, I am exhausted, but I'm still trying to do whatever I can oh, yeah, in man. the meantime. Got to do what you got to do to pay the bills. Yep. Right. Uh, thank you again, guys. Uh, thank you, everybody who uh, supports the channel, uh, whether it be all my mods who do fucking great work. Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry with all the timestamps. Jamie, who puts us up on podcast services. Uh, everybody supports channel financially, not just over here being a member or the people leaving tips, but also the people over on patreon.com slash without parole games. Thank you to everybody who hung out during the show, helped during 20 questions. You didn't help enough, but that's okay. No one's ever heard of them too flux. It's all right. It's not your fault. Um, and everybody who sat back and watched the show didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there and we love you just as much. Oh, fuck, AJ. It's Monday. (sighs) (laughs) That's right, Brian. Cue the cat. Because I want to say, see you guys on West Day. Let's go. To virtual strangers (laughs) in Karina. And Mark Smith says, hey, Wes. Geisa says, hey, Wes. Mark Pringles Lee says, hi, Wes. Over there says, get some sleep, bro. Xavier says love you aj i love you too xavier let's go on a vr adventure together xavier macho (laughs) says aj you're gonna come on over here tired like wes lol Uh, we have always lived in the castle mary cat Brian, I just gotta say, man, real yeah. quick. Yeah, talk just, to me. Yeah. I, I hate to break character here, 
But there's so <laughs> many good game cat names that do not leave that we do not give shout outs to, man. Uh-huh. So if you guys have changed your name and support us in another way, like you and something game cat adjacent like to say, mm-hmm. make sure you leave a, a hashtag game cat after the stream so that we can give you a shout out each and every Monday. You have some fucking great names and I want to shout these names out. Just like we have always lived in the castle of Mary Cat. So thanks guys. You rock. You rock, sir. Silver Nexus. Hello. Snafu says going there now. Twitcher, the single player game cat, says AJ was born in it. Molded by it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't don't know know how much I want this episode to end so badly. Ash, (laughs) VR groovy game cat, says peace out, y'all. Are y'all asleep yet? Did did I put y'all to sleep yet? Nathan says, Brian, you shall live on forever. Whoa. I wonder how that's going to happen. Bambino <laughs> Ramos. Love you too, my friend. Guys, you have a wonderful night. It has been a magical adventure uh, spending this time with you. And I can't wait to do it again next Monday in this voice for the entire episode oh guys i hate to tell you this but we're canceling just unexpectedly um canceling next monday's episode <coughs> recent recent revelations have, have made it impossible uh for <laughs> god damn it dude uh let's get out of here dude I was, gonna, I was right. I was gonna sing Black Hole Sun, but I think nothing's gonna nothing's gonna beat that. What, what? So why? How come when I keep saying that you want to say you want to sing Black Hole Sun? What is reminding you of Black Hole Sun? Black Hole Pool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Black Hole <laughs> Pool, won't you come and wash away the YouTube feature? Black Hole Pool, won't you come? Won't you come sing it, Brian? Nope. <laughs> do it. Do it. Nope. You know. Nope. Do it. You you are out there all by you, yourself. You, you gotta you gotta do the high part. Do do I? It's it's too late now. I thought. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to hear you do it. What like the like the like the verses like or or, or when he just starts screaming during Black the chorus? Oh uh, yeah, no, Black it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Chrome <laughs> Colossus in the chat says, make it stop. Luckily, I have the power to do that. 